I'm Josh Robinson. And I'm Rob Elliott. And we are Everyday iRacers. So, Rob, lots to talk about this week. Let's jump right into it. How was your week, Josh? It was good. It was, it was focused. Spent all my time at Road America. Didn't venture out past that. I had fun. Spent a lot of time learning the track. Jumped in a race and, you know, didn't do so well. Jumped in another one, did a little better. I don't know if all of our listeners are really as engrossed in our personal (laughs) competition as you and I are, but, you know, we've been talking about it for a few weeks. So let's segue into that. We have this past week and then two more weeks to go. We're basically tied. I was 20 points ahead or something like that. 16. But yeah. 16. I think that's why I'm a little like not down, but I'm like, I didn't do so well because then you're like, oh, I don't think I'm going to learn Road America in time. And then you jumped in and what happened? I I (laughs) entered Road America and I did not know it at all. So I really said last week, I said, advantage Josh Robinson. I sat down on Monday night, started to work on it and it was tough. And then Tuesday night, I went back and forth to VRS and it got a little better, but I was way off the pace still like by four seconds or something. And I'm like, oh, this is this is not going to look good. And then Wednesday or Thursday, I kind of got a little bit better pace. And I thought, I've got four kicks at the can. I'm just going to jump in a race and see what happens. Because it's a little lonely just practicing by yourself. Yeah, gets old. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like to think that, you know, I want to practice and get really good on a track before entering it and so on, there's always that piece of me that's wanting to get in there and race, right? Get the adrenaline going and stuff. And I think it's when you're on like day one of practice, okay, day two, all right, I'm starting to get another track. Day three, you're like, okay, this needs to be, if, if not tonight, it needs to be day four. I need to jump in a race. Otherwise, if you're practicing for four days in a row with no hint of being in the race, now you're just standing in the high dive, not ready to jump at some point. Some, some people could do it, but for me, I'd like to get in there and rub fenders. Yep. Well, not really rub fenders, but anyway. So I got in there on my third or fourth night and I did my one IMSA race and it was awesome. I don't think it was a really high split. So I think I started kind of top of the pack and I had a pretty good start. People were just getting in lots of trouble and I mean, I skirted around them. So by the end of first lap, I think I was in fifth place or something. And honestly, it wasn't that I was really on pace. People were just running off track. I was in fourth, guy in third, and three times he was ahead of me, went off the track, quickly caught up to me again, passed me, he went off the track, you know, so it was just the benefiting of somebody else's mistakes, really, but nevertheless, ended it second place, and I haven't had a second place in a long time, that was, I was really excited about that. Yeah, congrats on the podium, second place, 68 championship points. I got 55 and you had convinced me you were going to do terrible this week. You didn't know Road America. So I was like, (laughs) yeah, it wasn't too over the top with my 55 points, but I felt confident. I was like, oh, sorry, Rob, probably this is the week when it turns in my favor or get really close. Come back with 68 points. And um, now now you're starting to pull away. We got two weeks left. We'll we'll see what happens. There's always next year, but, but there's still two weeks. So. Yeah, there's still two weeks. And it's been a really good season competing with you for fun. We didn't start the season out like this was going to be some big master competition, but it just so happens that we are literally neck and neck in our statistics after a year of iRacing together. Yeah. 
Right. We sort of kicked that in halfway through the season. But, you know, just thinking about this week, both of us at Road America, you know, every, every week, but this week in particular, the question kind of came up, I think out on Reddit, my buddy Sal is getting into the iRacing and, and he texted me and kind of was asking the same question. And you and I talk about it a, a lot, like, hey, when are you going to do the first race of the week? You know, is it going to be Wednesday or Thursday? Or if you feel really good, maybe you jump in on a Monday, if you know Silverstone and you just jump out there. Um, you know, what is your process? How do you know when you're ready to jump in a race for the week? I look in the season results in iRacing, try and find an equivalent split of what I might find myself in, look to see what the fastest lap time is and the average lap time. And that's kind of my benchmark. So I use VRS as a tool to get my setups and look at my telemetry and practice racetracks that I don't know. But, you know, using their fastest lap times as a goal can be pretty depressing because I'm not going to get there. But I look at that and then I go onto the iRacing, I see what those lap times are and and that's that's my goal. So for this week, for example, I think that what I was seeing when I started to practice was, oh, I need to get to a 202 or something at Road America. And I got down to like a 203 or something before I decided, hey, I'm going to jump in the race and see what happens. And it worked out for me. I think I got a little faster. Plus, like I said, benefited from other people's mistakes. But that's how I go about it. I look to make sure that I'm in check to be a good competitor with the rest of the field. So my process isn't so different. You know, get out there and run a few laps, get comfortable with the track, watch VRS, go back, work on it, maybe compare some telemetry, find out if my braking points are off. That's probably the first night. And then the second night, I'll ghost a race. So I'll go in, figure out someone that's got the same IR that I do. What yep. split are they in? Is it the second to last one? You know, whatever it is, go into that race and watch it. And then click test drive, basically ghost the cars and follow around. And if I can stay on the track, if I can kind of stay up with whether it's third or fourth, whether it's seventh or eighth, but if I can kind of stay with a group of cars, you know, do that for 10 or 15 laps, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm starting to get this. And so that's kind of my clue. And if I'm just all over the place and can't keep up back to the drawing board, tried another night. So, so I kind of use that as my measuring stick, ghosting a race. Can I stay with a pack, even if it's not the top guys? But then, then I'm like, all right, I can work on this. I can get out there. I can run a race. Maybe I'll come in 15th. But then yep. the second race, I'll maybe do better. So, so that's my measuring stick. But you're not going to be a hazard out there. That's the other thing. I don't want to ruin someone else's race, whether it's the guy fighting for 20th or the guy fighting for third. So it's kind of my process. Seems to be working. Guess so. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not causing lots of problems out there. And I, I've heard you say, hey, I feel good when I can run a tank of gas without getting a bunch of off tracks. Well, that came up this week because after I got my IMSA race out of the way, I did commit to a couple of my teammates that I was going to do Bathurst. So that's mm -hmm. where I spent the rest of my time this week. Last week on the podcast, I said that it was coming up next weekend. I was wrong. It's this coming weekend. But nevertheless, that's what I've spent time on. So in an endurance race, especially at Bathurst, my goal is to be able to put a tank of gas in the car and drive around without uh, ricocheting off of walls. I'll practice more this week and then maybe it'll focus a little bit more on pace, but looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting race. I'm excited to do it. Yeah. I'll be watching you guys and following along at home. I opted out of Bathurst. I just didn't, you know, just didn't have the time to dedicate to uh, yeah. getting good at that track. So one of the things, you know, comes up a lot is, um, hey, is it more fun to go solo and just jump into iRacing and have no connection other than maybe you see the same names or hear the same voices periodically? Or is it more fun to find a group of people and maybe they're not running the exact same races at the same time, but you're kind of working together and maybe you catch each other on a, what do we call it, a fun to win Friday or something like that or an endurance yeah. race? I don't know. What do you think? 
So that's a good question. What I really like about the community of iRacing is I originally jumped on to Dave Sampson's, the Samsoid Discord channel, and it's very supportive. They can help you with hardware, software issues. And, you know, he has got great videos out there on how to set up your field of view. And, and they've got some chat rooms and they have some community races where they really encourage people to race fairly and just not be a dingbat out there on the course. So you get together with a somewhat regular group of people. You recognize the names, you be responsible, you have good hard racing, but you enjoy yourselves. Everybody's forgiving if mistakes are made, but there's no malicious intent and people aren't swearing at you. So that is really appealing. And that worked for me. Now, some people might want to get into the iRacing thing at the end of the night and just want to focus on their own thing and get out there and do lots of races and not be talking with other people and so on. There's nothing wrong with that too. But for me, generally speaking, you know, I enjoy the camaraderie and sharing my hobby with like-minded people. Yeah, I agree. You know, for a couple of years, I've been doing Gran Turismo off and on and just sitting in front of my TV by myself racing against random PlayStation people. (laughs) And it was fun. I enjoyed the racing, but there was no reason to sign on if I felt too tired or whatever. And with iRacing, I'm like, hey, you know what? I know that you guys will be out here. If nothing else, I'll be hanging out with some of my buddies and we'll be working on, you know, racing. Maybe we'll be in a race. Maybe we'll just be hanging out. I think for me, that's a big appeal. And then there's other nights where I'm just going to get out there and run some laps. And I know I'm not going to be on that long. Maybe you guys are working on Bathurst or something and I won't join the chat just so you guys can focus on that. So yeah, I I like that it's there. Obviously, you can't just pop in once every three weeks and expect to always just be kind of up with whatever the latest little discussion is or something like that. But uh, I love that we've kind of got a group of guys we can pop in or out on throughout the week and just kind of talk about stuff. Have a good laugh. Now, I don't know if part of this is perhaps sort of pandemic stuff. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just not as social outside of my household as I was a year ago. You know, I'm spending more time hanging out with my friends online than I would have been before. I don't know if that's going to change whenever this kind of starts to abate. And I think a lot of others, and not to go, you know, way down the rabbit hole of how our lives have changed with the pandemic, but let's say a year from now, there's vaccine, everyone's back to normal. Or Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out if the broader sim racing community kind of stays as it is now, which I think it's in a pretty good spot. Now, in addition to your question about do you join a community, the other question that comes up that I've been thinking about recently, because we're getting near the end of this particular iRacing season, is do you just do these iRacing public races or do you do league races? Uh, And I've never done league races, like an organized league race before. Have you been giving any thought to this? Yeah, a little bit. And I remember it was probably six months ago, you and I had just finished our first season of Skippies or Mazdas or whatever. And one of us found a PDF on the forum about some racing league. It looked interesting. It looked kind of just over our skill level. So we didn't push too hard to jump into it. But in the back of my mind, ever since then, I'm like, oh, you know what? A league could be interesting. The one thing is it's a commitment and I'm fine with that. In fact, I'm on here most nights, but it's it's one of those things where if the league race is Sunday night at eight and if the kids aren't in bed yet or something like that, yep. I'm going to miss a week. And so that's the one thing. And then sometimes the leagues are based in Australia or England or you know East Coast, West Coast, whatever the case. And so you kind of have to find one that is going to work with your schedule and your time zone and all those types of things. And then, yeah, you do have to commit to it. Uh, that's the one thing I'm still trying to figure out. I don't know if we'll do it this time around, but... 
I'm in the same position as you. For me, like I'm on the West Coast. So what I see are sort of set Eastern Standard Time. Those weekly races are being run. They're being run at six o'clock at night. And that just doesn't really work for myself or my family. I'm getting on nine o'clock at night kind of thing after people have sort of settled down and they're doing their thing and winding their evenings up. 100%. I'm in the same boat. This week, we saw an interesting post on Reddit about, you know, we always emphasize, hey, we like to be, you know, good guys out there. Yeah, it doesn't mean you don't grumble at somebody on the radio for a minute, but then you kind of get over it and laugh. But the uh, subject was, this is what happens when two Canadians have an incident on track. And Rob, you're Canadian. I thought this was interesting. I've got the post here in front of me. This was a guy writing to another guy. He says, this is what happens when two Canadians have an incident on track. And the guy says, hey, while racing... I thought you came down on me, but watching the replay, that was all me. Sorry about that. Good racing otherwise. I think you should read the other one because it's two Canadians. And then the other guy says, hey, that's kind of funny. I looked at the replay and judged it as my fault. Seems I left enough room for you to get inside. And then I came down again. Let's just call it a draw on a racing incident. Thanks for the message. This is not a meme. This is a real iRacing exchange on the actual private message that we've talked about before. I actually went back to it. I was going through Reddit today and I saw it again. And I was like, what about the comments on this? Are these guys getting a lot of comments? There are a lot of comments there on this now. Yeah. You've kind of gone down the Reddit rabbit hole. Like you've been on there almost uh, daily for the last week. You know, I never used Reddit before other than when I was searching something and some answer was on Reddit and would show up in my search. Then you started posting our show introductions and we were receiving Mm -hmm. nice positive comments about our podcast. So it drew me to it. And then I was drawn to the iRacing one. And now I'm reading them every day. I'm like, you know, I'm not on Facebook, Reddit now. Yeah, it's the perfect kind of bite size, whatever. You want to look at something for two or three minutes, or you can go down the rabbit hole and 30 minutes yeah. later, you, you can set it to show the newest. You can set it to show the, the hot topics, pick your flavor. There's always a discussion out there. And I think uh, you've been looking at the iRacing subreddit, and then the companion is just the sim racing, S-I-M racing, all one word, sim racing yep. subreddit. And um, that one's a little bit more, not the Wild West, but there's there's other sims in there, which is great. I want to learn what else is out there. And, and if I'm missing something, ton of hardware, ton of people saying, hey, check out my rig. And sometimes it's folding chair, a, a wheel clamp to a desk, and other times it's yeah. this exotic looking thing and you're like wow i didn't even know that was possible so check out sim racing as well as the iRacing. i will for yep. sure the hardware stuff would be right up your alley yep. and uh, i love when people post pictures of their sim rigs and seeing the diversity of where they hang out while they participate in their hobby right yep good stuff Pretty out creative. there so where are the races next week next week we have imsa at spa it's gonna be fun yeah looking forward to a bunch of one x's vrs is going to be at mount panorama I'll be on practicing, so I might as well practice in VRS because we're doing it in a GT3 car. We're doing it in the Ferrari, so I'll be there because it'll be my my opportunity to practice with other people on the track, kind of at my level. The baby IMSA is at Sonoma. Do you even own Sonoma? I don't own Sonoma. No, but I've seen an IndyCar race there in real life, and Marco Andretti, he won his first race, maybe his only race. No, he won one other. We talked about this, I think, but... I saw Marco Andretti win at Sonoma in real life, but I don't own the track in iRacing. Yeah, cool. F3, is it Road Atlanta? I don't know. I like Road Atlanta. I like F3. I don't know if I like F3 at Road Atlanta, but maybe I'll give it a try. The European Sprint Series is at Monza. For me, at least, I can't see me going there. I'm going to be just too busy getting ready for Mount Panorama. But, you know, we've talked about this. I've been a little bit off of the European Sprint Series. 
They were a little too grumpy for me. Mm-hmm. Ferrari fixed is at Long Beach. Ooh. I think it's going to be carnage. It'll be fun carnage, but it's going to be carnage. Have fun, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Skippy's at Donington Park. Okay. I think that was one of the first places I ran a Skippy. And the Mazdas are at Orrin Park South. Orrin Park. So Orrin Park's interesting. It's a track that was actually um, scanned by iRacing right before they paved it over to put in a uh, subdivision. So it was, uh, actually I looked this up earlier. It was, it was closed in January, 2010. And the last thing that happened there was iRacing scanned it. Really? Yep. Yeah, so little so it's not even there anymore. It doesn't exist. It's preserved for all of time in iRacing, but in real life, you know, subdivision. That's pretty Maybe cool. Yeah. So that is the iRacing schedule for week 11. The season's winding up. Let's talk about some of the updates we've heard about. What I have not heard are any grandiose graphics updates. New grass model. No. No, I haven't heard any <laughs> word about a grass model. But nevertheless, maybe something will come down the pipeline. But let's yeah. talk about some of the updates that we've heard about so far this week. Yeah. So I think that Hockenheim has been confirmed. Much, much rumored. I think it was confirmed in the race schedule for the IRO one track for next season. So we think that's pretty much locked. Um, probably saw the the post yourself, uh, like some updates coming to the IRO one car, maybe make it more drivable. So let's just talk for a sec about the IRO one car. When it first was coming out at the beginning of last season, I was excited. I don't think I've bought it yet, though. I, I think I, I was excited. I was, on the, I was on the edge and I was like, oh, I've got other things to focus on. So I haven't purchased it yet, but I will. It's kind of like F1 and, and there's a certain degree of sophistication. They've got like three different tire sets you can use. And a lot of these updates, they seem to have listened to the community who really embraced that car for the first season. They provided the iRacing folks with feedback on things that they liked and didn't like about it. It really looks like the iRacing team listened to basically everything that everyone was saying and they fixed it all. I've heard nothing but great comments about some of the changes they're proposing or that they're going to see at the beginning of the season. I don't know anything about it. There's a new damage model. The aerodynamics have been changed. They fiddled with the overall grip of the tires. I thought it was interesting. There's a note here. The fall off of the soft and medium tires has been significantly increased. If you're on a hot track that over 10 laps the fall off and speed from the tires will be like two seconds after 10 laps. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They are moving to a standing start versus a rolling start. And I don't know anything about all this other than those who are in the know seem to be really appreciative of everything that they're doing. So good for iRacing for listening to the community and implementing. Wholeheartedly agree. And then if we just look at the tracks, they'll be running Watkins Glen, Hockenheim, Bar Road America, Monza, Barcelona, Interlagos, Imola, Sebring, Silverstone, Suzuka, Montreal. So every single one of those tracks to some degree or, or another, we're pretty comfortable with. Yeah, it might be time to jump in. I agree. There's always lots to focus on, more to do than there is time. But this is something that I was keen on to try this car. And that might be a great season. And it's early in the game, right? I mean, it's not like people have been driving these cars for a year and all of a sudden they're super pros at it. We're all kind of starting kind of the same level, kind of, maybe. That's what I tell myself. But nevertheless, every one of those tracks, I own them all, except for Hockenheim. I think that maybe I'm going to start off at Watkins Glen. How about you? I'm going to buy the car. I'm going to jump in. I think it's going to be like F3. I'm not going to run every single week, but when it's a fun track and you know looks like good participation, I'm going to jump in next season. 
Well, maybe we'll do that between you and I, and you get to drop four weeks out of the season. <laughs> maybe that's the new competition. Two rookies in that uh, crazy car. Yep. Love it. I have to watch myself because I'm definitely going to get myself ready for the 12 hours of Sebring. So that's in a few more weeks. And then the season's going to wrap up. I want to do the IRO one. Don't know what they're going to do with the IMSA series next season, if they're going to make any changes yet or not. We talk about NASCAR being yeah. fun and wanting to do a little more of that. Uh, you and I dabbled in some IndyCar oval racing, and mm -hmm. that was fun. It's too much fun out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a kid who gets everything he wants for Christmas. It's like, you know, I don't know, lots of good stuff. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. So... Congratulations to us. This is episode eight. We've stuck to it every week. I kind of feel it's a bit of a milestone. I was going to wait till episode 10, but eight, eight is worth celebrating. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that I think has been missing is the ability to share show notes with people. So our goal is to be able to share pictures, share links to things that we're talking about. I know that we've answered some questions on Reddit. People are like, hey, what's the link for the transducers? That type of thing. And we've dropped them in there. But in the short term, we're trying to find a better way to communicate with people who are listening to us and to provide those notes. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think now we'll probably post those out to Reddit with just this week's episode. I'll have the links in there and maybe at some point we'll have a more permanent home for those. But I think that works as well as anything in the short term. Also, we set up a new email address, baby steps here, but everyday iracers, all one word, at gmail.com. So if someone did want to reach out for whatever reason, everyday iracers at gmail.com is now our official address. Yeah, so, feel free yeah. to send the note. Uh, I really enjoyed this week uh, since you started posting them on Reddit and we've had, I don't know, a dozen people make some comments. Yeah, it's been a real lift for me and it's given me added motivation to continue to work with you to do a, a great job for the iRacing community. Love it. All right, yeah. on to week nine. On to week nine. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to your podcasts. And if you have any comments, just search Everyday iRacers on Reddit and leave a comment on one of our posts out there. Like Rob said, it's really inspired us and appreciate hearing from everyone. And if you want to send us an email, don't forget you can shoot us a line at everydayiracers at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the track.